This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. But off the top in this hour, a potentially significant ruling next door in Saskatchewan regarding the separate school system, Catholic schools. Now, Alberta and Saskatchewan are unique in that obviously both entered Confederation at the same time. And for Alberta and Saskatchewan, there were some protections put in place for religious education that we've kind of been operating under ever since, although it's not entirely 100% clear what those obligations are. Now, for example, we have some public districts in Alberta offering religious education programs, even offering Catholic programs, as Edmonton Public Schools is looking at doing. I mean, does that satisfy the constitutional argument? Do, do we need a separate Catholic school system? Now, we have for a while in, in Alberta, in Warrenville, in that area, just north of Edmonton, situation for a while where the Catholic schools were the only public schools and non-Catholics had no choice but to go to those schools. Now, next door in Saskatchewan, this court ruling goes exactly the opposite way. As Global News reports here, a court of Queen's Bench judge in Saskatchewan has ruled that non-Catholic students may not be funded in Catholic schools in the province as of June of next year. Court of Queen's Bench Judge Donald Lay stated that provincial government funding of non-minority faith students attending schools is a violation of the state's duty of religious neutrality. And that provincial government funding of non-minority faith students attending separate schools is a violation of equality rights. So the Saskatchewan government is not commenting at this point. They want to review the decision first. But certainly if that applies in Saskatchewan, you got to think it would apply here as well. Joining us for some further analysis of uh, what this might mean, uh, we're pleased to welcome to the program Luke Fevin. He is the co-founder of A Pupil, that is Alberta Parents for Unbiased Public Inclusive Learning. You can follow him on Twitter as well, at According to Luke. That's the number two. Luke, thanks for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Good to be with you, Rob. All right, so how big is this potentially in your view? This is huge. Uh, I, I, In my view, this is the beginning of the end of Catholic separate education in Alberta and Saskatchewan. So why do you say that? Well, uh, the, if this ruling is upheld, so let's, uh, let's, let's jump to the end first. Um, this will likely get appealed. Um, right. And if the appeals court um, doesn't uphold it, it'll probably go to the Supreme Court. Uh, if the ruling is upheld, then essentially... Uh, no non-Catholics will be able to go to Catholic separate schools in Alberta and Saskatchewan um, because it'll it'll get appealed the same here in Alberta too. Um, and if you just look at the fa- financial viability of uh, Catholic separate schools, if non-Catholics can can't go to them, um, then uh, then they are going to dwindle uh, very quickly. Rural first, um, we may end up with a few. Uh, super Catholic schools in uh, urban districts, um, but ultimately um, it won't survive financially uh, not being able to have non-Catholics. So what's the premise here of the ruling then as you understand it? What's the issue of having non-Catholics attend Catholic schools? Well, it's it's gloriously uh, simple, actually, uh, and that is that the, the, the question that was being asked here is, the the right to separate schools, as we all understand, the right to separate schools is completely unfair. Um, the Supreme Court of Canada acknowledges that the right to separate 
uh, schools, Catholic education here, is unfair. It wouldn't survive the Charter, other than the special protection it gets under Section 93. Um, so the question was, does funding of non-minority students get that same special protection? And so the judge uh, looked at uh, the, precedent, the precedents uh, prior to uh, Confederation 1905 and the ordinances of 1901 um, and found that there was uh, no legal and no uh, actual precedent for funding non-minority or non-Catholic students in Catholic schools. And that, that finding opens up the funding to uh, charter interpretation. Uh, mainly Section 2 and Section 15, uh, religious uh, religious freedom and the right to be treated uh, equally. Now, if the state is going to uh, pay Catholic districts for non-Catholics to go to Catholic schools, then clearly the state also needs to pay Mormon schools for non um, for non-Mormons going to Mormon schools and uh, so on and so forth. So it fails. Uh, it, it fails uh, Section 15 of the Charter. Um, it also has an impact on Section 2, but I think Section 15 is the stronger one here. As it pertains to the, the obligation on Alberta and Saskatchewan, can, can we satisfy the obligation for some protection of religious education without having a, a separate Catholic school board? Um, do you know what? I, I don't know the answer to that question, Rob. Um, what I am going to say is I'm actually in favor. You know, one of the great things about Canada and the Charter is that it is based on reasonable accommodation. And I know that there are secularists out there that want public schools to be absolutely secular. Um, I actually have no problem in us finding a way to uh, to reasonably accommodate and honour faith options locally within um, within public schools and public districts, and uh, you know I think that's the uh, that's the place for us to get to rather than this you know um, this unfair privilege of one religion over and above all others. Because it seems as though religious uh, religious based educational programs can exist within the public system. Yes, they, they, they do exist. I mean, we have explicitly Christian schools within uh, the public system, so it's not even programs like Logos that um, exist within many, many public schools. We actually have explicitly religious schools, uh, which I'm not a fan of. Um, but absolutely, I think we can accommodate um, we can accommodate faith choices along with other choices uh, at, a, at a local level. Um, and I think... Uh, I think ultimately that's the conversation that is going to be forced upon uh, Catholics and politicians. Um, that how are we going to manage this going forward? Well, I mean, yeah, as, as you say, I mean, it creates a, a huge problem if this if this were to stand. Now, at this point, it seems to be getting more attention in Saskatchewan, just given that it was a, a Saskatchewan court ruling. But uh, as you understand it, certainly as I understand it, I don't think there's any way for the Alberta government or Catholic school boards in Alberta to say, you know, this this doesn't apply here. I think it pretty clearly does. Yeah, there, there's no wriggle room. The, um, uh, the legislation under which uh, both Saskatchewan and, and Alberta came into confederation is identical. And essentially any ruling on this issue in Alberta 
um, would be a strong precedent for Saskatchewan and vice versa. So the moment the dust settles on this in Saskatchewan, um, any group withstanding in Alberta is is going to file. And the Alberta government, in many respects, would do well to, you know, circumnavigate the slow and painful death. Um, and uh, and perhaps amend Section 17 itself, which is far easier than uh, Catholic apologists would uh, would have us uh, have us believe. I will say there is there is one uh, potentially interesting slant to this issue, and I apologise for the call waiting here. Um, but there is one uh, one interesting slant, and that is that the Catholic separate board in Saskatchewan may not choose to appeal this all the way to the Supreme Court. Uh, and that is that if this case is strong, and it certainly looks strong, the, the judge should be commended on writing a very clear um, and uh, well-researched ruling. Um, if this is a really strong ruling and it goes to the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court upholds it, it will kill uh, Catholic separate schooling in Canada. Um, the wise choice may in fact be um, for Catholics in Saskatchewan uh, to have this uh, situation stay in Saskatchewan and to have the whole thing kind of have a slow death uh, where each province has to take care of this issue uh, rather than escalate it to the Supreme Court of Canada and just killing it in one go. So in the meantime, if it stands, what it would require students to, to produce baptism certificates, all of this kind of stuff? That was the um, that was the level of evidence cited by the judge in this ruling at the um, at the ironically at the, at the behest of the uh, of the Catholic school district. So, if you um, if you are a non-Catholic and you want to go to a Catholic school, that will be the bar. You will need to produce a baptismal certificate. Uh, interestingly, of course, the other way around, if you are a Catholic or an ex-Catholic and you want to go to a public school, uh, you simply have to just send an email. Um, I should also note, um, uh, because uh, I, I enjoyed this particular note by the judge, um, that the, the, the judge said that essentially the Catholic school district here is created for itself uh, with its manoeuvring, a logical pretzel. <laughs> and uh, it's done this by essentially saying, um, we want special treatment. We want to be privileged in that we want to be uh, separate and we want to segregate ourselves away from these other people. Uh, but at the same time, we would like a special privilege in that we would like to be paid uh, by the public for actually taking in and educating the people that we want these special privilege to be segregated and separate from. And uh, really, that's a, that's a large part of why this ruling is, uh, is, is the way it is. Indeed. Well, very interesting, Luke. We'll see how it all plays out going forward. Uh, more on Facebook. People can find A Pupil there. That's Albertan Parents for Unbiased Public Inclusive Learning. And you're on Twitter as well, according to Luke. Luke Fevin, thanks for joining us here today. Appreciate it. Thanks, Rob. Take care. Luke Fevin, uh, founder, uh, co-founder of A Pupil, Alberta Parents for Unbiased Public Inclusive Learning. Uh, here, this just came in a short time ago. Uh, this is what the Saskatchewan government is saying for now in response to this ruling. This is Saskatchewan's Education Minister, Don Morgan, who says if the decision stands, as we were just alluding to, students would have to provide 
an official document stating their Catholic background. If uh, the decision is applied, a student would have to have a baptismal certificate from the Catholic Church if they're going to stay in the Catholic school system or be funded in the Catholic school system. Okay, so that would be the short-term implication. But in the long term, what does that mean? It raises some interesting questions, though. I mean, isn't that how it should be? If we're going to have a Catholic school system, shouldn't it be only Catholics who go to those schools? Obviously, the reality in Alberta, as Luke Fenn pointed out, is that you get a lot of non-Catholics who go to these schools. And that was the situation that presented itself in this case in Saskatchewan. The case challenged the creation of a separate school division in Theodore, Saskatchewan, back in 2003. Prior to the closure of a public school in the village, Roman Catholic electors in the Theodore district created the Theodore Roman Catholic Separate School Division, which later amalgamated into the Christ the Teacher Catholic Separate School Division. Some parents of non-Catholic students in Theodore opted to send their children to the local school instead of being bused to the public school in Springside, Saskatchewan. But in 2005, the York School Division filed a legal complaint against the Catholic Division and the provincial government. Uh, They argued it was unconstitutional for the Catholic Board to receive separate school funding as the separate division was operating as a public school. Their argument was per-student grants paid to a Catholic school division for non-Catholic students is discriminatory against public schools under the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. So that was the issue at hand here. This case has dragged on for many years, obviously. Here we are with this ruling today. 403-974-8255 is our number. Quick break here. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.